This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Blah, 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 blah. James, we go through this. Actually, that fits this movie. It fits I mean, this movie a little it bit. Is, it, it is somewhat appropriate. Fits this movie. I don't a like bit. that you do it. But I don't it's either. Appropriate for uh, this. Is film. that is that appropriation? Am I appropriating gunshot? Well, you're, no, black, you're black, dude. So I wait, wait, damn it, no. <laughs> oh wait, is that <laughs> gunshots? Is that a black thing? What are we doing? Well, he said. Well, the way he's saying it is kind of. You're right. It the is way he's saying it is like kind of. Um, I'm not trying Ooh. to. I'm just trying to be excited, guys. We are reviewing <laughs> the film. Dope. Everyone kept asking. I've had people asking us to do this movie for months. Yeah, there was a point when it made sense to do it, and we were like, there we can't. There were so many different times. Like, when it first came out, we were like, we should do it. Then we were like, oh, we took too long. And I don't know if anybody saw it, because the film only made just shy of $18 million at the box office. And you know you what? Know. Had we done it earlier, maybe we would have, like, bumped that All up. All right. I wish we had that <laughs> had impact. That's, that's the power that Black Men Can't Jump has. I mean, look, it's on Netflix, so hopefully everybody should be watching right, this. You gotta watch. well, then when it first came out on Netflix, we were like, "All right, now we should do it." And I don't know why we, we didn't. didn't do it. I guess because the Oscar stuff was happening, and then yeah. But yeah. anyway, we're doing it now. We're doing yeah. it now. I mean, almost. What's so funny about this movie? Almost everybody is kind of like on the bubble right now. Uh, Shmeek Moore is now on the Get Down coming out yeah. on Netflix in August. Yeah. Uh, who else? I mean, ASAP Rocky is ASAP Rocky. Is ASAP Rocky? Is always. You know, um, is always ASAP uh, Rocky. Uh, Shmeek Moore is the star of this film, by the way. Plays yes. the character Malcolm. And Curacy Clemens is now Curacy in Clemens is Neighbors be Two. In Neighbors Two. Yeah. And uh, where? I mean, Zoe Kravitz has been rocking it, but she was in Mad Max that same year. She's coming out. Uh, she's going to be in um, what's that movie? She has an indie album, but the one thing Zoe is doing is no, Zoe is saying, thing. "Oh, the Divergent series, I think." Yeah, 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 she's in that. She's in that, but she's like speaking out now. Like she's she actually is talking about you know serious diversity issues. How she brought up that she wasn't even allowed to audition right for uh, the Dark Knight Returns because they said they didn't want the character to be uh, urban. Right, and if you know which Zoe, ca- uh, Catwoman, uh, Dark- not Catwoman, Catwoman's friend. Um, oh, what is her name in the comics? Catwoman has a friend. Yeah, yeah. it's like she has a bigger role in the comics, but in the movie, it was like she was in there for just like one scene when you see her at home and like she helps her out. But you I know what though, she would have been really urban. <laughs> the, thing, the thing about well, Zoe to Kravitz, be fair, the Dark Knight Returns uh, is set in a white suburban uh, town. Right. Yeah, it's in, a, it's in the middle of the yeah. suburbs, and, uh, yeah, and it's I really mean, important that nobody is urban in it. Yeah. yeah I mean, do you ever hear Gotham this? City? Is Gotham? Yeah, Gotham yeah. is Gotham. Gotham is like it's very, very, very non-urban. It's like yeah, a, it's not a it's not a diverse it's city. Not a city. It's not a diverse city with crime. Yeah, and, you know, it's not. People don't call you know New York Gotham City because of its you know high buildings and diverse <laughs> population. You know, yeah. No, and think, no. If you think about Zoe Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz is is like a rocker. You know, what yeah, saying? yeah. She is literally the least, which is funny hey, that she's hey. in this movie playing a hood hey, person. Hey. She isn't hood at all. She is like very like rockery, which hey, is great. Hey, what? What's up, Zoe Kravitz? Hey, Zoe. <laughs> Wait, did you just? Yo, I'm did surprised that Raylock did that. Oh my mid, God. Just mid, we're trying to celebrate her <laughs> just in the middle for of the it. Record, <laughs> for the record, that was not me. That John was Milligan. Jonathan Braylock. That was Jonathan Braylock. During our celebration of Zoe saying, Kravitz. I'm just saying, what's up? 
You know what? I mean, no, I, I don't know. I don't. I just say, no, 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 man. You, you, nah, man. You took a moment. You got quiet. When have you ever said what's up to anybody we have been to? Exactly, bro. <laughs> like, exactly. All right, we're going to talk about this movie. Yeah, but also, what? we got to give a shout out to, I'm so mad. I can mispronounce his last name. Jib, Tony uh, Rivoli. Rivoli. He was in. Um, uh, oh, uh, he was in. Um, uh, uh, kingdom, uh, not kingdom. No, um, not Moonrise uh, the, Kingdom. The, 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 the hotel, Grand Budapest Hotel. But he's also now so cast in Spider-Man. In Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh yeah, he's, he's, in, in, he's in a new Spider-Man which now. Is dope. He's one of his friends. We don't know what character he is, but he's in Spider-Man now, which is super dope. Cool. Good for you, I mean, bro. I wish that. I mean, the cast of this movie is really great. Movie, I mean, that? Yeah. wait, what? Yeah, it's just because like, like enough. You know what I mean? Like John Braylock already starred in Spider-Man Two. It's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, John Braylock starred in Spider-Man Two. In the Amazing Spider-Man Two, just go back and watch the Amazing Spider-Man Two and just revel in how, <laughs> yeah, riveting, riveting <laughs> the performance, amazing performance yeah, from Jonathan Don't Braylock blink. in the Amazing Spider-Man Two. I mean, he does the single tear and it's magical. It's a magical it? single tear. Uh, Yo, I can't wait to talk about this right, movie. This movie is dope. so do- oh damn it. This movie. Is I can't so even say this movie is so dope because okay. it's dope. Okay, so. <laughs> what, do we, what else do we need to say? 86% of Rotten Tomatoes didn't, uh, it didn't really get uh, any love, zero love from the Academy. Academy, you know, famously. Sundance. I mean, so the, it got some love from Sundance. Got some Sundance it got some love. Sundance love, which but, uh, is, you know. Yeah, I, in my opinion, and I don't. So, we, you want to do uh, uh, initial thoughts? Hope we well, wait, we should say what the movie is. Oh, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, Dope is the story of uh, a high school kid who lives in Englewood. Mm-hmm. Lost, you know, suburb of Los Angeles. Black uh, nerd. Uh, he's a black nerd. He's into 90s uh, hip-hop and 90s just nostalgia, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's got two friends. Uh, and they have a little band. And basically, he gets uh, he gets tangled up in a drug uh, thing. Scheme. Yeah. He's got to get out. So, you know, he accidentally picks up a bag. Actually, not accidentally. They, they put the drugs in they the bag. They put the drugs in the bag, and they, um, he doesn't know that the drugs and know. a gun. He realize it's there. Then all of a sudden, there are people after him trying to get the drugs. And then if you haven't seen the movie, you should go watch it. But here's where spoilers are coming in. So, you know, just know that's about to happen, basically. <laughs> he gets to a place where he gets to the, the, the drugs to the person who he thinks you know, we'll end his journey, but that person's like, nah, you got to sell those drugs. Now you got to sell And so then he drugs. has to sell the drugs, and then, uh, yeah, that's about it. And he has to figure out his life, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yo, this movie, man. It's a great movie. It's a so dope it's a, movie. And, and it's a comedy. It, it, even though all of that stuff sounds somewhat serious, they managed to very much keep it a comedy. And, okay, I'm doing initial thoughts. Go cool. ahead, yeah, bro, go, go ahead. ahead. So, like, the reason that I love this movie, the reason I actually, and I don't, I'm not... I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm not being, uh, what do you call it? Exa- I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating at all. This was my favorite movie of 2015. I can agree with that. Um, and the reason being is because, one, it is first and foremost hilarious. So funny. So many amazing funny moments. Two, the acting is incredible. Then the writing is also incredible and so is the direction. Quick, and the editing. Oh editing, yeah, when I was oh, editing again. One, one editing Sundance. The, the editing was. Oh, a, did it? Yeah, it should have. It should have. The editing is amazing, and and then it, it manages to be. It manages to speak to issues that matter and touch on the concepts of race in a way that is both um, important but also not preachy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Save maybe the final moment of the film, but. Uh, it, it's it's done in a way that is just 
it kind of disguises how much it's really subverting expectations and fleshing out characters. Uh, and yeah, it's just like, it's so, I can talk on and on about it, but it's like, I was blown away when I first saw it. And then when I watched it again for this, I was like, oh my God, like this movie is so good. And it's really, it's a crime that it didn't get not, I mean, like, I wish more people knew about it. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. That's my, I mean, I thought this movie was great as well. I saw this movie two times in theaters when it came out. I mean, the thing about this movie that's so cool, though, is this movie takes, like, this kid from the projects. They they show you that he's smart. They show you that he's still in the projects, and and, and he's kind of nerdy. And what he has to deal with while dealing with bangers, but it never paints the bangers of, as horrible people. Like, for instance, even, even his run-ins with the Bloods who, like, steal his shoes and um, Keith Stanford, who's the guy who plays him, Bug, I felt sorry for his character at one point in the movie, and I'm like, that is true emotion. Like, ASAP Rocky, and I usually hate, hate rappers in movies, but ASAP Rocky was so charming, and, like, even his character, I just couldn't hate on. It's like, this dude was you know he cared about this kid a little bit he still was kind of a dick but he still cared about this geeky kid i mean the female characters were great i mean diggy i mean i can't think of the last time i've seen a black lesbian in a movie yeah you know what i'm saying and she was so cool like she was so dope like she loved the same shit that everyone else loved but then also she had moments where uh they touched on religion like especially in the black community yeah and how they were trying to save her. And she's like, you know what? It might have worked. I saw this to Bieber. I got a little moist. And, you know, like that <laughs> oh stuff God, is funny. funny. <laughs> I mean, even, even Zoe, I mean, uh, Zoe Kravitz, who plays like, you know, the love of the movie, didn't take any shit from either dude. You know, she didn't want one of those niggas, you know, and she was studying. Like she, you know, she was studying up, trying to get her GED, which I was like, good for you, sister. Like that stuff was so cool to me. The fact that he had... An Indian best friend as well. <laughs> and they even touched on the fact of how he can say the N-word, but uh, the white... Uh, the white oh, couldn't. right. We didn't talk Grand. about... Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Blake? 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 Was it Blake? Uh, Blake Anderson. Blake, Blake Anderson. Anderson. From, uh, from uh, Workaholics. Yeah. I so mean, funny. that was great. And then also this movie, the one thing I loved is that this was... Like, I grew up watching hood movies, so I remember watching The Wood, and <laughs> Officer Stacy that's in this movie was in this movie The Wood as the blood and who used to beat up the kids who were, just, who were the geeky kids used to beat them up and like in this movie he's protecting them now and he even says at one point I grew up with your uh, your parents ask them about Stacy ask about Stacy it's like it's so like <laughs> to me that detail is Wait, so is crazy that a call, uh, it's, yeah, a it's a callback call to back his character to in Dope wood. his character in in in, in, in Dope in the wood is named Stacy. Yeah. Like he's her blood. He, he is that. He, he is that exact dude. He's a wow. blood who beats up the geeky dudes, but then like takes care of them in the end. And in this movie, he's protecting them, asking them about state. Like, and then hold on. Last thing. <laughs> Shout out to Forrest Whitaker. Cause Forrest Whitaker yeah. on the low. And I don't know how many, I know we were talking about like how many black people give back. I don't know how many other actors and people help get movies made, but Forrest Whitaker at this point helped get Fruitvale Station. They're white people. Like, I mean, dope. Like he is production company? Yeah, he's producing them. Like, he's the one who helped, you know, everyone in Sundance. Like, shout out to him. So I just love this movie. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, no, I, I love this movie too. I, I didn't see it um when it was in theaters. The first time I saw it was a few months ago on Netflix. And I you know I'm a big fan of I'm a huge nostalgia 
uh, guy. Like anything that like calls back to stuff, I love it. So like the the music and the just sort of like the 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 nostalgia factor there is like really got me. Um, I love the way that uh, uh, specifically the way that they use the music to like score moments and like and like. Uh, uh, the the like like changes in the music affect changes in the, the yeah. storytelling, which I thought was like like that stuff is like really cool. I love that it's like a really simple story and um and like it's never like it's never like they're forcing anything or it's never like they're trying too hard. It's just like we're just like following these people on this uh on this journey that's like out of their hands. So like I I mean why I think the you, movie's dope. Why do you think you didn't see it in theaters? Um, I mean, I the only movies that I see in theaters now are like terrible movies. Okay, you could say that, but like the <laughs> only movie that you know, the only movies that I see in theaters are like superhero movies and like you know movies that are like Did movies that need it? to be seen on the big screen. Did you? Yeah, no, it? because because we were talking about going. Oh, to, right. going we we, we almost went to see yeah, it okay. uh, uh, together. Um, you know, so like just like no. You know, I just didn't see it because, like, the types of movies that I go to see in the theater are, like, those big spectacle movies. And it wasn't I mean, wild. that's literally just the time. When I go to the yeah. theater, that's did what I go to see. Did you see Concussion in theaters? I did, but I, I saw it because I got, a free, got free tickets. Ah. Remember? We, we yeah. already talked about Yeah, but I, think, I don't think this movie was wide released. I remember I had to see it at, no, like... It no, no. We, was we, it? Uh, yeah, we could go that. see it. Uh, you I remember saw, I had, I had I to see it at, like, a special... I had to see it at, like, one of those, like... Not special theaters, one of those like indie theaters when it came out. Oh, I saw Maybe, that. I got to saw at Regal Cinemas. Yeah, it wasn't a huge. I don't think it was as wide released as like, you know, Jurassic World was. But I think it, I think it came out in enough. I think people around the nation could see it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. So where where should we start? I don't I mean, know. We can, dude, we can like go this, through the movie. I mean, can, can we just talk about Shamik more? And the thing about yeah. why I think the audience should know is sometimes I know I personally hate on like uh, YouTubers and like social media people getting in films. Right. So I don't know if people know, but Shamik Moore started as one of those. Like I did not know that. Yeah. He I was actually what? discovered because um, he used to like, he sings, he raps, he dances. Um, he does comedy. Oh, he dances at the end of this movie. Oh, and he goes in. And he yeah, goes in. I was great. just watching him. I was it's like, great. damn, he's so good at it. No, he's going great. in. <laughs> so he technically was discovered um, by Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon put him... Like, Nick Cannon at one point had uh, SNL kind of showing Nickelodeon mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Shmeek was on that show. Or Cartoon Network, right? No, it was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? Teen Nick, sorry. Teen Nick? Because that's who Nick runs, Teen Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was on that show. And... He, oh, who did he, he apparently, which I think is something like a lot of actors do, but like it worked for him. He like kept emailing, I gotta look it up. He kept like sending letters and emailing like some particular artist. Um, and they like helped him out. And I feel like that is such a cool thing. And the fact that he was so, there were moments in this movie where you could see the fear he had and like the nervousness. Like yeah. when he's, at one point when he's, um, trying to measure out the dope in the in the science room for oh, the first yeah, time. His, his hands so are just so shaky. Yeah. It, it's like you saw fear. You saw his love of like Zoe's character. It was like just Yeah, there's something like very compelling about about him and his performance in this. Um that's like where it's like it's very it, natural. It's very natural. It's like very natural and like you can you you sort of believe it's it's that thing of like where you could put a camera on him and so long as you know the scenario. Yeah. You can like 
see that whole world happen. He's geeky, yeah. but not weak. Because he also has, to me, he's he's kind of like a, like an Elijah Wood. Like Elijah Wood, when he was a younger actor, like they don't have to say much. Yeah. There's so much going on in their yeah. facial expressions and their just their body movements. Like the film literally ends with him like getting it. You don't even. I I oh my god! This movie is the, the one of the things that I love about this movie is that it believes that its audience is smart. Yes. And it doesn't yeah. try to dumb yeah. anything down. Like, one of the things I hate so much about movies, it's like a small pet peeve, but, like, when they show college acceptance letters or rejection letters, they, like, they always show, like, the college letter and, like, the same... Like, and then you have to, like, Regular 8 by 11 or not 8 by 11 that, like, that envelope size where oh, it's yeah. like, no, no, no. When you get an acceptance letter to a college, it comes into, like, this huge yeah. thing. Yeah. And so you see the huge thing, and then they're like, just in case somebody's watching this who's never gotten one of these, right. I'm going to open it up. I'm not going to be like, Mom, I got accepted. You just he opens it up, he looks at it, and then he's kind of like something watches over him, and he just looks at the camera, and like kind of gives this little, just just the smallest of like smiles, and it and yeah. it cuts out. Yeah. And I was like, that like it's so it's so minute, but there's so much in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not this big like oh my god about you know it's not show it's not like presentational. It's just like everything's happening in him, and he's just like uh, uh yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the part where he – we're skipping around. Like, even the part where uh, uh, the blood takes – like, it's one part. He gets he gets money. I'm trying to remember his name. And the blood, oh, you want to talk about that part? Yeah, and, the, and, 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 and the guy who's been teasing him trying to take his shoes steals his bag full of money, and he pulls out a gun on this guy. And the thing is, normally you don't feel bad for the bully, right? Yeah. This moment, I felt bad for – Everyone in the scene. I felt yeah. bad for the drug dealer. I mean, for the for the gangster. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for his friends witnessing yeah. the emotion that his friend is so desperate. He pulled this gun out, and he's like, "The it's a slow cry too. It's like the it's like a real cry. You see it slowly build up. You see his eyes turn red, and it's just right. I mean, that I mean to talk about that moment. That's one yeah. of the strongest. Like uh, the strong, one of the strongest scenes in the movie, and one of the most powerful uh, messages I think the movie has. Right where like, where like in the beginning, you know, we see that he he just he talks about who he is. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a a geek. You know, and I live in this neighborhood, and like there are only certain things. You know, the, on a worst day, you know, like I'm just gonna get into a fight. On the, on the worst day, I'm gonna I'm no, I'm gonna get beat up by somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like th- there's this idea that like you know he has a path that he will always be on and it will never change, right? Then at the then there's this moment where where he is pulling a gun on someone because they've taken his drug money that he has worked so hard to like you know what I mean? Like like where yeah, it's like man. where it's like it's like it's like he's not in this gang, but the, and this gang like also like only just wants to take stuff from him they don't want to like they don't want to hurt him they don't want to you know what i mean like it's like it's they yeah no i know what you're saying well there's like it's a well it's the capitalization of this of this moment of showing you and it's one of the things that uh the the film deals with one of the themes is you know nobody not most people don't choose this life like this life happens to people Mm -hmm. and then and so, basically, the film takes this guy who you meet in the beginning. He's so likable. He's so quiet. He's, like, clearly very intelligent from the, from the beginning of the movie. He's, like, talking to his mom, and you realize, like, this is a really smart kid. You know what I mean? He's going places. He's applying to Harvard. Like, he'll probably get in. You know what I mean? Like, he 
can make it out of this, you know, and we're rooting for him so much that by the time this moment happens, you're like, wait a minute, how did this kid that we started with get to this point where he's literally pulling a gun on another human being and threatening to shoot them over drug money? Because, like, those are the facts. He pulled a gun on his classmate, and he's threatening to shoot them over drug money. And it's like, we know all the stuff that led up to that, but the fact of the matter is, in real life, people take snapshots of people they don't care what your backstory yeah. is. Yeah. They don't care what they all they know is, no, nah, you have a gun, an illegal gun in your hand and you got drug money. You know what I mean? And you're you're willing to shoot somebody over some drug money. And you're like, "Damn, like maybe this isn't as simple as we think, you know, when they have the war on drugs, when they have that kind of stuff." It's I like I mean, the war on drugs. Oh my god. But what I'm saying yeah. is, what I'm saying is uh, it's so easy on a on a gut level on like a shallow thinking level to say, I mean, what's wrong with the war on drugs? Drugs are bad. People who sell drugs are bad. People who kill people over drugs and money are bad. You know what I mean? It's so easy to just think, yeah. And you're, and it's like on a, on a ethereal level, that's true. But then it's like, well, what happens? Like, why do people choose this life? And yeah. what if they don't actually choose it? You know what I mean? Like, I think what? anybody watching this movie would be like, I mean, he, he kind of had no choice, right? Well, that's yeah. the thing that people say all the time. It's like, I mean, if you think about rap in particular, mo- almost every rapper would tell you, at least back in the day, that we didn't choose this life. It was given to us. Like, yeah. that's the thing people say. And the thing is, this movie touches on the fact that these people in this urban areas, they have humanity. You know, like, for instance, yes, at the end of the day, this dude is selling drugs. Right, and I know how far fetched it is that like you, you get the drugs in the bag and now you're forced to sell it. Like, yeah, but initially that guy threatens his family, his mom, and his friends, and it's like, what else can he do? Right, you know, what else can this dude do? And the thing that makes it so crazy is at the end of the movie when he gives his monologue, he tells the story of two students: the 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 straight A student who does nothing wrong, but also the other student who's doing everything he can, but also has his whole other life. And he's like, what's the difference between the two? Well, yeah, basically he's telling the story. He's telling the two different aspects of himself that are happening that both exist. Both are reality. Mm-hmm. Even though you listen to one and you're like, well, that. And then well, he's that's like, that's this person. That's this person. And this, person, and this, and this is, is a clearly that other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's this way that the way that we think about people. Uh, and, and that's the whole thing. It's like, it's so easy to take something like, oh, well, racists see black people and they just think, they're X, Y, Z. They're bad. They're like gangsters. They, they like drugs, blah, blah, all that stuff. And, you know, the fact of the matter is there's so much, there's so much depth, you know what I mean, to it? Almost more so than people who, who, are, are, who hear that ra- racist comment or hear somebody who's racist and they're like, oh, I'm not like that person. I know black people are good people. But there are, drug, there are people who are drug dealers who aren't good, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing where sometimes people always say, uh, like I know it's been said to me it's like oh you're not like one of those people <laughs> right and it's yeah. like technically I'm exactly from exactly that same place so there's a scene in this movie that I think I remember seeing it with a friend and she's like oh that's that's not real there's a scene very early on in the movie where he's talking to um, yeah we were doing this movie back I know it's crazy it's just so exciting let's check yeah start it's like yeah, start start. Um, at the very beginning of this movie uh, Shmeek Moore's character is with like his counselor and he's reviewing his paper Okay, he's saying yes. how he's going to go to Harvard. Or he wants to go to Harvard. And the counselor says, like, 
who you think you are? Well, because so his essay is the the uh, the personal essay that he's yeah. writing to yeah. to submit to Harvard is about ice cubes. I think it's about the today. Is it's like day, he's trying to find that good day, right? Yeah, or no? Was, no or, it was about. It was. It was. It's it was just about, purely about Ice Cube. Yeah, good Ice Cube. Like how day. he feels yeah. about the song. How and he feels and about what it. he says is is of um. Uh, what's what's the guy who does astrology all the time? All the he time says stuff? he says uh, uh, if Neil deGrasse Tyson was writing about Ice Cube, this, this is, is what this it is what he right. <laughs> but the, the point I want to bring up is that like what sometimes you, that's what schools do though, like. For instance, if you're like a suburban kid or maybe a white kid, or not even a white kid, but if you're like a kid from the suburbs, most likely your school you're going to is trying to help you get to like college and do good stuff. Some of these schools in the hood, these teachers are tired. They're just trying to get you out. Yeah. You know, and like that is a straight up reflection of what some of those schools are. Like these schools that close down, these schools that have no money for arts. It's like, why are you doing creative thinking? Who how dare you think you can do this? We're trying to get you to a community college. Right. Like that's literally the thought is going. Well, but then even, I, but even his motives though, were like, were like as good as that is, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what because that's not what they're looking. Yeah. For. Cause they're not looking for that. But they want to hear from you. They're like, they're, they don't care about, they don't care about your freaking ice cube bull crap. What they want to hear is a poor, cause he's like, I could write the fact that I'm like a poor kid, like living in a rough neighborhood and have to, deal with the struggles of like gang violence and like i pick myself up and blah 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 blah. and he's like yeah exactly but my thing is what that what would he do though say his character was in the suburbs would a teacher tell him like what would a teacher tell him then exactly that's something out yeah right that's That's, that's another he's a white kid in this neighborhood would the teacher still say the same thing to him no because people don't care about that but what i love though too is that his character um even when it wasn't him when he's talking to uh zoe kravitz's character she's like i just trying to get my gd and go to um you know community college he's like you can probably set your heights higher than that. And it's like, no matter what, like, I love the positivity that this kid had. It's like, yeah. no matter what, no matter where you are, you can do better than what is what you expect. Yeah. And I was like, even the fact that she's like, she only deals with like the niggas around the way, he's like, you can get better than that. Yeah. It's like, that's a cool message to have. It's like, this kid, this black kid from a fucked up area still has hope. And I feel like, how often do we see a movie where people like this have hope man well the other thing too is it's even more than just that he has hope it's like what he's trying to do is like look you don't have to be as smart as me to set yourself sights higher like people look at me and they're like okay you are a smart kid here like you're the one of the kids who will make it which i i I, i'm sure like happens i know just because i listen to like this american life and stuff like that people like talk about they single out like like the kids who are doing really well and they're like look we can't help out everybody but we can help that dude you know what I yeah, mean? He's yeah. the A plus student. All right. And then they tell the A plus student, by the way, though, like this is the reality of life. People are still going to see you as black. So you need to play into that. Don't be trying to do this other stuff. Like what people, what pulls at their heartstrings is hearing about a poor black kid from a bad neighborhood getting out. So do that. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's like, nah, I just want to be me. Like I don't want this. I don't want my race to be the defining factor about me. Yeah, or where you're from, too. It's like, right. how or often... Where it, yeah. Like, it, it, it's such one of those things where where you're from, how you speak, is is almost defining who you are. It's like, if you dress a certain way, if you act a certain way, that already gives someone an idea of who you... Like, just what you represent. Like, yeah. this dude was from the hood, kind of still spoke with an accent, but was smart. His friends were smart. Like, Diggy... Diggy was smart as hell, the female character, Diggy. Okay, great. Um, I know, we're like looking at it. Sorry, yeah. No, I, uh, 
Yeah, I loved that stuff. I loved the the early description of like of like who they are, and and who he was. You know, like, um, but in thinking about like the way he was behaving, isn't that character the the kid who got shot? Is his name White oh, Tony? White Tony. That's what they call him, white right? Tony. Call I wasn't him sure if Tony. I was I wasn't sure if I was hearing that wrong. So or White not, Tony like, is a black dude. Is a black <laughs> geek with the, you know with yeah. gla- r- black rim glasses, and he was playing a Game Boy, and. Uh, freaking gangsters come in and shoot up the place and kill him. But this whole scene is completely comedic and it's actually funny. You're literally laughing at a <laughs> a dude getting shot because of gang violence. Yeah, yeah, th- because, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. You go no, ahead. You, no, it's funny because the thing is that makes it so funny is that the sad part is not that he died, but the fact that he got the highest score. Yeah. And like, and not only that, but he has this crazy comic book collection that no one can get to now. <laughs> it's like it's so sad, but it's like, the, like what are the comic books going to do? They're going to go to waste. Well, they gotta, yeah, they're just, you know, gonna, they're gonna just go going to go to waste. But it's like they were just setting up this point of like, damn, like White Tony died. Like yeah. this is like that's the neighborhood that they live in. Um, okay, so wait, I want to talk about ASAP Rocky's character, Dom. 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 So basically, Dom is a is a gangbanger. He's I don't. I don't know. He's a drug dealer. He's one of the drug they dealers. They specified. It's different so than like, drug dealers and the bangers. So it's the, yeah, so it's like it's you can either go – there's a blood gathering happening or you can go down uh, the drug dealer, the street with the drug dealer. But and the drug dealer is one of – That's still a gang though, right? The, no, the drug dealer is like technically like – I guess. He's not well, drug no, dealer. He's not like, slinging by himself. But the idea, was that, the idea was that yeah, though so. like that – I mean, well, sure. He runs with a crew of people. But the idea yeah, was that like bangers, one was – was they the gang? Bangers, One group I was mean, the they gang. Were more and the bangers other... than the bloods. Were but that's what they were. Say, but that's what they were trying to say. Yeah. They were just trying to separate that. Like, like this. Oh, oh, okay. So basically, it seemed like to me the, they were young bloods. It was like bloods who were like who weren't like in it, in it. Well, no. Even the bloods. No, they the, just the bloods on the street were. But the thing is, like, like the, they get the, the, the. I know. It's like the bangers are the ones that are like fighting over like turf and respecting turf. Right. The drug dealers are the ones just trying to make money. So yeah. only time they're gonna they mess with business. you. If you messing with the money, right. yeah, the bang is gonna mess with you just if you like ain't from around the way. Got it, got it. You're you right. Know? Those are that's so okay. There you go. And so basically, he, the, he, he, he starts this relationship with them because he has to go this other way because the bloods are down this street and they're blocking off their path, their usual path home. And they have his shoes in the video. So his shoe, oh, uh, yeah, I don't even want to peep it. His Jordan yeah. is in the video. <laughs> his Jordan's in the video. It's so, so oh my god. His Jordan is, is in so the video. Smart and subtle. That is so funny. Um, but they're, they're like, I mean, like just the comment of like the bloods are making a YouTube video yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. And they don't like, and, and the thing is, it's like, it's, it just brings an extra level of depth you know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. movies usually don't. They usually just like those are the gangbangers, and yeah. they and and that they're painted in that light. But you don't see like gangbangers like making a YouTube video, like showing who they really are, which is like children. Yeah, and the thing you is, you know like, what I mean? Like the mature factor is like way down. Yeah, yeah. They're making a YouTube video with this holding a sneaker that they just stole from a freaking high school kid, and they go down the drug dealer street, and then there's one dude's like making him be a messenger, basically. To talk to Zoe Kravitz's character. What's her name in the... Um, oh, snap. Uh, uh, hold on. She always going to be Zoe to me. I know. Uh, she is Nakia. Nakia. Uh, and he's basically just like, hey, tell her I say this. And then he goes and Zoe's like, tell him I said this. Yeah. And he's just like back and forth this funny thing. But basically, he winds up going to the party, which sets everything in motion. Uh, oh, what, I lo- what I love about... Uh, Aesop's character though he's my fa- this is my favorite character in the movie I, I think my favorite oh, character I think I agree yes. I, I think he's so, I think he he's so funny 
quote in the whole movie. Which one? That? Wait. Okay. So wait, can I just set the scene real quick? Because it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. He basically he goes to the, they go to this party. They they try to get in. Uh, they're like, nah, man, you uh, you all dudes. Oh, that's played by Tyga. No, Tyga. not that part. Tyga's oh, no. Tyga's the no, no, drug dealer who gets shot. Oh, is he? I the guy Tyga at the, the the guy at the door. No, the, the guy, guy at the door? the door is on the come up because he's in this movie and he's on Blackish now as like um Anthony Anderson's uh, right assistant, assistant yeah. which is a role that I'm like that's such a good role on Blackish. He's so funny. <laughs> he's funny in this movie. He calls him like boys don't cry and they're like yeah he's like look oh, up, you're right. boys okay. don't cry and some it's shit. It's this dude Alan Maldon. Maldonado. Maldonado. Yeah, he's so funny. So funny. So this dude, so Alan Maldonado, was like at the door, like, like, well, sorry, we got a, we got a strict like dick to pussy ratio. Yeah, yeah. And it, unless one of y'all little niggas got a pussy, and then, and then he's like, and then she's like, I do. She's like, no man, y'all ain't got to call yourself bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he goes. She flat- this little. <laughs> Are you going to my? Oh, he matches him. You, this little nigga's a bitch. No. <laughs> this little nigga's a bitch is the line. It is, so, <laughs> it is like it is like the most offensive line, but it's so. But he just does funny. it in a way that's not stereotypical. <laughs> and then like, cause he's not trying to be hard, blah blah. He's nah. just like, yeah, this is he, crazy. And then he's like, okay, yeah, I just gotta see some IDs. Oh, y'all don't got IDs? You ain't getting in. And then basically, but ASAP Rocky's character gets them in, and he's like, nah, nah, man, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't let them in. I can't let you do that. I can't lose my license. And Aceps Rocky <laughs> says literally one of the best lines in cinema, which is, and I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to everybody for cursing, but I ha- this line is too funny. Oh, snap. This line is too funny. Actually, no, I'll let you say the last He part just apologized he just goes, for cursing, and now I'm going to say the last so part. I'll say go, it. He goes, he goes up. He goes, hey, man. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't let you do it. I can't let, I can't let them in. I can't lose my liquor license. And he just leans forward and goes, I don't mind having this discussion with you. I actually enjoy the thoughtful exchange of ideas. But you put me in a bit of a spot, nigga. Because I can't have you back talking me in front of my niggas with at least effing your ass up. You feel me? Yeah. Okay, he says, just for everyone who's to translate, he says, fucking your ass up. What makes it even funnier funnier is in that part, he's like, like, he says it's so calm. He's he's so calm. He's like, Oh man, like I feel you. You know what I mean. I love the thoughtful exchange of ideas. I, I actually, but... yeah, I love that line. And then he also goes. Then he also goes like, "See, right now what we got is a slippery slope." Yes, does anyone does anyone here know what a slippery slope is? And the one dude's like, "I mean, that's what that's what that that to do with skin." <laughs> like Nicka. Like, 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 but then later, that same guy goes. I'm still fuzzy on the concept. And Shamik comes after Shamik. That's after Shamik like explains what a slippery slope, and he's like, "This smart little nigga." <laughs> I mean, everything about it, and then even what's so funny is that uh, Asa Rocky Dom cock blocks uh, Shamik later in the scene, where like Shamik goes up to uh, Zoe Kravitz, and he's like, "Man, gotta teach these little niggas they manners," and like just puts his arm around it and just. Looks at him, like just looks at him, and then like he's like, and then he just the, a little nod, he yeah, just like, a little nod, like get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, you know what I'm that's what he said. That's basically what he said. He's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped, and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood, the sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women? 
or people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood The Sequel. Hey, everybody. Hi. It's Alice. And I'm Veronica from, from Trex in the, the City. City. We are two women who are nerds and we love Star Trek and love talking about it. That's right. But we're not exclusive like that. No, we're not those kind of fans. We're cool ones. Like chill. Sexy, young, and also old. Trex and the City. The city part means we talk about anything. <laughs> Which is our right, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. I just need you to understand that... We have great guests. We have the dumbest bits. And songs. Sometimes. And we talk about Deanna Troy in a way that she has deserved for her whole career. Fully underdeveloped character. So come on over to Trex in the City. Only on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. New episodes out every Monday. Woo! Woo! And he did it with a smile, smile. bro. He did it with a smile. It's so much Loved more it. powerful than this than the image that you usually see of like a gangster just trying to be as hard as they can no, and rough. Yeah, it. No. Because to me, I, we literally watched this movie. I was like, "Damn, man, this is this is the difference when it's like black people making a film." No, but it showed you the hard gangsters in it because the because the there are yeah, the, there's hard yeah. gangsters and like so like since we're going ahead, like at that point, like the shootout happens and and Aside Rock is here to Dom push drugs and and, and Shmeek, what is Shmeek Moore's name in the movie? What is his name in it? Uh, Malcolm. Malcolm. Tiger's the dude who's who, Tiger's the one who gets they're shot. They're talking about. They're talking about drones. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's the that what that's what cemented how much I love this character because then he's like because then he's like but drones are you know like he like has this he has this opinion about drones yeah. and like it's like but, the like, people that get killed with drones are not like it's like this very thought out like but opinion. then but then the dumb drug dealer at that point goes like oh because then we get a slippery slope well, right. yeah. so then the drug dealer so the dumb way, it comes so funny, even Tiger's response to him was, was it's an educated conversation some, somewhat educated, it's an educated oh no yeah it was like, great yeah but like he was like yeah but they knew what they signed up for I mean like if I'm a blood and I get killed by a crip you know what I mean like I know I'm you know that's what it is yeah like, but they, then he follows up with like he follows up with like like that this idea that like but then what happens if they get mad and they just send drones over here you know right. what i mean like like it'll, we're dropping yeah. bombs on anybody it's so, so great yeah, so it's they, so great also in that scene what they hit you with what they didn't even like really talk about is cop violence because that wasn't another ga- i don't know what peeped it but that wasn't another gang that shot up that gavener see i thought those, it was no now, those are i cops. thought it was gang and cops I, but it was just cops. Too. the I cops came in the cops came, the people who shot tiger like a swat cops, team the cops, came cops. In with, but they had ski masks on they came in with ski masks but then when you see them downstairs they're, they're the swat team well, i know oh, a swat man. team comes yeah. in but are we saying now that the, the whole time it was cops. The, i thought it was the, the cops people, the whole time see i did the, the i i wonder what the it was a little bit fuzzy because i couldn't tell oh. I think the people because for a minute i thought the the people with the the masks are be. the two black dudes that are following them through the. Oh, first see, half I of the didn't movie. think that at and all. And that they just got out somehow. But oh, maybe but, it is. Maybe it is. But and he goes. The cops. I don't know how the cops nope. showed up so quick though. That's what. That's makes me it. And wonder. they and they 
ar- whoever it is arrests him immediately. You know, like like the co- the cops coming in from a whole other side arrest him immediately, well, almost actually, as if they were tipped. Now that I'm, they are tipped off, remember he said he said later snitched. on he's somebody snitched. So maybe it was those two dudes though, because it could it could have been they snitched. They came in right before the cops came in, blew them away, took the drugs because they still they wanted their own drugs, and then and then got Dom arrested. Yeah, yeah. What's so crazy is that so Dom puts the weed in the bag, and the next day <laughs> it's not weed, yeah. No, it's not. So yeah, it's it's. it's it's, Molly. it's like Molly. It's Molly. Um, it's and, a harder Molly. And then, uh, like, when Shmeek's more character, when Malcolm sees the drugs and the gun, like, his reaction is so crazy and so big. But what makes it... Another thing this movie does great is just shows friendship. Like, like yeah. the friendship between the three of them is so strong. Yeah. Oh, chemistry. In the he runs away, and they immediately follow him. Yeah. yeah they but, immediately just drop what they're doing to, like... See to, what's to, happening to, to rock with yeah, him, yo. Yeah. And the thing is, at one point, like even before you get to that point when he when he runs out of the, he gets Zoe's. I mean, uh, Zoe Kravitz, like uh, Nikia, out, and like they're calling for him, but they see him with her and peace out. Like they don't, they were like, oh, you know uh, what, yeah. you good. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. that's that, that's what your boys, yeah. well, that's what your folks do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that is so cool. I mean, they were like, oh, at no point were they mad at him for liking her and doing that. No. They always supported. Even him. when, even there's a moment in the movie where you think they're gonna break, but basically they're like, yo, this is too much. And uh, oh, what's Diggy. It? Diggy, Diggy, Diggy's like. I, Oh, Diggy's the oh no, Diggy's girl. the girl. Who's the guy? Who's oh, the, the guy is um. Man, we gotta keep looking up these people's names. <laughs> hope I got. Hope I got here. I got it's it. A, it's important. It's important. It's important. You the know? thing is, when you look at it, the names are so out of order. I like know, on Jib, IMDb, his character's name is Jib, but Tony yeah. Revolori's character, Jib. Jib basically is like, nah, like, come on, man, like, I want to live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying like, I'm, I'm trying to get a good I'm job. I'm trying to get a good job and help my mom out, you know? And they're like, and then Diggy's like, hey, it was our idea to go to that party, too. None of us protested it. Like, we're all in this It together. was Jib's idea yeah. to go to the party, which yeah, is crazy. They're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, there's that loyalty there. When he gets chased, they ride with him, like, go faster, go faster. Um, oh, can I can I say my favorite? Like, since we're talking about ASAP and Dom, like, uh, when... When Malcolm is on the phone, he gets the phone call from the from the hardcore drug yeah, dealer, I mean, yeah. the hardcore gangers, who you see, which is crazy. You see like the calm ones, you see the hood ones, <laughs> and they're like, "Yo, you got my, you got my lunch." And then he was like, and then Dom calls later on. He's like, "Yeah, man, I got, I'm about to deliver it." He's like, "Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about sandwiches right yeah, now?" Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and then he goes, and then he goes, "Listen, McFly, they're not." He like calls him McFly, <laughs> which I think is, really yeah. Oh wait, real quick though. Dom also throws out a diss to the Fresh Prince. I don't appreciate it. It's two Fresh Prince disses in this I movie. I didn't appreciate that. Like, they diss Fresh Prince hard. <laughs> hey, 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 dope. You hear me? I don't appreciate that. You know, I some, mean, I'm saying. Don't but, tell me. Don't say the 90s had Fresh Prince. Like, that's a bad thing. But Malcolm defends him and says, Summertime was a classic. What's yeah. that? Did you write that line down where he was like, he's like, I love 90s rap. And then he references two things. He references Blueprint. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one? Blueprint. and It was uh, something from the 80s. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was uh, it's some from the '80s, and he gets checked. He's on like, it he's so like, nigga, that's in that. that that's oh in no, what was it? Blueprint came out in 2001. What you talking yeah, about, man? Yeah, yeah. No, but that, but I, but I love that because it's <laughs> like checks him so quick. He immediately knows the exact years that both of those albums came out. Like he's, he's like, like full of he's it. like, no, this this album came out this year. This album came out this year. Because <laughs> drug dealers can be smart. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But it's like. So okay, the, the, the thing that we're uh, just, just I know we're loving on this movie like pretty hardcore, but. The reason that it's so amazing is that you're in 
everybody everybody understands to an extent that black people aren't a monolith, right? Mm-hmm. Like outside of like the racist, it's like we are we are like saying, hey, black people aren't just this one shared group, uh, shared experience. We we know that our history has that, so we feel a camaraderie towards other black people, even when we don't know them. But every every black person is different, and they have different opinions and different levels of intellect and differing mm-hmm. levels of you know of passions and emotions and political views even and but this goes even deeper it's like okay we know that you know black people aren't monolith gangsters aren't a monolith yeah you understand like there are different gangbangers hey the bloods are different than these people who are selling drugs do you understand what that is we're gonna teach you about that hey this dude dom is a gang is like is a drug dealer who is smart who 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 like participates in violence but also like knows some stuff you know what i mean hey like this kid who you think is the smartest one also bs's sometimes and is capable of things that are not so great you know what i mean like yeah there's just so there's such a variety within this world that you normally would think of as like well i know black people aren't a monolith but these are those type of black people i mean what this thing does is like what all those mob movies does where it humanizes mobsters right yeah this movie shows you every aspect of the projects you know what i'm saying it shows you every type of black person every type of person they deal with it shows you their interactions with white people like i mean their drug dealer they met in band camp you know what i'm saying who they won't let say the n-word if they smack them in the face right. it's like that's a thing you know what i'm saying and the thing is what's so interesting is that when you think about like uh the indian community and um the latino community as black people, we allow them to say the N-word. Like, we feel a connection with them because of their skin color and because of what they have to go with. And in this movie, they literally address why Jib can say it, but the white guy can't say it. I mean, it's literally addressed. And even when they try to give the white dude a pass, Diggy's like, nah, it's a reflex. I still I don't still, like it. Yeah. You know? I still have it. to slap you. They even, they, even talk about, they even talk about without talking about um, the well, difference. actually, but the, the, just to point out though, it's just Diggy who doesn't like him saying that. The other two are cool with it. They were yeah. cool with it because they needed him. Because at first, when they had the flashback, they none of them liked it. But right. when he was like, "Man, whatever," well, it's like they they're just first meeting. Yeah, and they were like, "Man, whatever." Let's just because basically like, they needed him to get the Bitcoin set yeah. up. It's like, "Yeah, man, whatever." Just say it. And like Diggy was like, "Nah, still I don't like it." Right. <laughs> but it was like they. I mean, they even address the fact that um, uh, what is his name? Uh, Jaleel. Um. Jaleel, Lily's brother, who acts super hard from the suburbs, yeah. they address the fact that he's from the suburbs and the fact that he's light-skinned at one point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When they come in, he has his hair like in like a little bonnet. It's like, yo, this movie oh, is so right. cool, So man. basically, we go from that party. They, they have the drugs. There are these people chasing after him. They, um, they get away from them, and they get to... They're supposed to be finding this guy, <clears throat> AJ. So they get to this house where he's supposed to be, and like this dude Jaleel, <clears throat> played by Quincy Brown, who's also amazing. Yeah, yeah that's he's great. That's, in uh, it. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's Diddy's son. That's that's that's, that's Diddy's, Diddy's son. son. Like this movie right here, I don't know if people dude. know this was produced by like Diddy. Uh, Pharrell did the music yeah. for it. Like heavy hitters so, was involved. with The this. other thing is too, like uh, the writing is so good, and like everybody, it shows. It, to me, it also shows how like really great writing can get out really great performances. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, these people, all of these actors were given a chance to shine so bright because they had a script that was so good and allowed them to do something that was a little bit cl- probably closer to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least allow them to be funny and, like, 
charismatic in a way that they would not have been if the script wasn't that good. But so much with thought, it, it, the the guy who directed it also wrote it, right? <clears throat> yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Rick, uh, how, do we sit, figure we out? Tried, we, we, so from, we tried to learn how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. From, from Uyiwa. Oh, that's definitely wrong. I mean, we tried. I'm it's so F-A-M-U sorry. F-A-M-U. <laughs> we tried. Y-I-W-A. I mean, the, the, the script. You try. W-A? This script was so good because, I mean, even Chanel uh, Iman. Shout out Chanel Iman. Okay, so um, she's the, the, the sister. She's the sister. Who, like, in the background is just who's taking zero, off clothes. Just zeroing like, in on Malcolm. Just, like, just focused. Just so naked and so... That's, <laughs> one thing that's so funny is that's ASAP's ex. So oh, they really? shot this movie when they were dating, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Sorry, I have no random yeah. facts about this But anyway, this movie. so he's, like... So basically, Quincy is, like... Uh, Jaleel is, like, uh, um, this character who's gangsters. just... He's a fake gangster because his dad is actually, we find out, is a drug dealer. And so he's like, he kind of like is somewhat involved, but he hasn't faced like the actual hardships because he's lived with money. But you know what, though? He's life. like, my heart. <laughs> what my, is he yeah. like, my heart is there in the, in the, in the, in the what do you think? What is the nickname they call it? Even uh, though I'm right here, my heart is there. <laughs> yeah, but like my body is just, it's just, here is here. <laughs> it's like yo, shut yo. up. And they make fun of him too because he can't say something. He can't like, say cereal. Yo, they he make, oh like, yeah. He, put, he replaces b. He, he, he said, replaces he said, soft cheese a- with bees. Because he said he's a blood and he hates Crips so much. He so he C's. replaces C's with bees because he says burial, just like burial. But then they're like, but they're like, but you just said, yeah, but you, you just, just you said, said it. this other c uh, of these like hard c word can't. You just said can't. And yeah, he's like, I can't. You and he's like, and he's like, fuck y'all. Fuck all, yeah. Like, he gives so it's on a case by case basis. Not a, why not a mood. base by why basis? Why not a base by basis? <laughs> like I was in a good mood before y'all got here. Like it's and so then they good. start singing their song, it's cool. which is dope. It's boo. this song. Yo, this song, song is, is a so banger. Cute. This song is a banger. Yo. Um, but okay, so and then they take. Then he. Uh, we're gonna explain this entire movie. But I know we're one of my favorite lines. One of my favorite lines though is that when he goes, when he takes them, you know, to get like chili fries, and then the other gangsters find them. And they're like, they're like, hey, give us, give us our lunch. And he's like, hey man, we about to order lunch. You can order afterwards. And he's like, he's like, stop screwing around, nigga. Give us our lunch. And he's like, okay. And he pulls out his gun and he's yeah. like, he's like, first we're gonna order our lunch. Then you can have your, your lunch. lunch, right? <laughs> but you can get your lunch or whatever. Your, your lunch. lunch or whatever. But it's so get your lunch. But what's so dope about it? Before you get that, is he like he goes and calls um the maid. And he wants her to get it, and she literally laughs she at him. Just and laughs and walks, and walks out. He talks away. at her in Spanish, and she just laughs at him and, and walks, walks out. Like, I mean, the movie's so cool because then at that point, uh, Chanel Iman Lily comes back. First off, it's so funny because they show you how drugs get named almost in this movie. Oh, right. Yeah. They kind of show you how, how it goes down. Yeah. Like, you know, Molly, they show you, like, you know, White women, this is not to be offensive, but they know, like, this tells you how they call it that white girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know now, like, how do you, these these things come to be? Because, like, Lily. No offense, though. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not trying to say to be <laughs> offensive, but, like, you know, they, you know, they call Coke that white girl. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, whatever. But, um, you see, Lily, Lily gets high off of the Molly, right? But this Molly is so good that Lily runs around the pees. street and then pees for a, which they make sure you know a long time yeah. <laughs> well, my man a can't long pee well, man after can't thinking she could drive yo that whole little scene she thought dude. she could drive and no, he no. let her drive he let her drive he let her drive and that whole scene with the guy 
doing the interview and he's like, I chat. Wait, he didn't say cornbread though. He it was his cornbread. It was a cornbread, right? No, no, he was. Uh, it wasn't cornbread. It, it wasn't was. A, uh, was it a muffin? My pound cake. Pound cake. Pound How cake. am I supposed to eat my pound cake? <laughs> I'm trying to eat my pound cake. I'm I'm in Starbucks eating ordering a pound cake, and then he also like looks at the white of <laughs> news correspondent. He's like, "How you doing?" Like, yeah. He like does a little like up yeah. and down like look, and I was just like, well, "Who is this dude?" <laughs> but they just they it made every character have depth, even when you only saw. But them it for was five stuff seconds. you met, and then he talks to his man off camera. Hey, when y'all gonna edit? I'm trying to get a cut of this tape. Yeah, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get like, and then they remix that. Then they remix that into one of those oh, songs man. like people normally do. You know what I'm saying? When people remix the news all the time. I'm in the hood. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. This movie is so, so, so then, But so he, the reason he's in this car and the reason yeah. she jumps out is so that he can go to his interview. He has this 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 alumni interview right. with someone who's an, an alum from uh, Harvard. From the, right? yeah, Harvard. But he's also from the project. But he's also from the project. And, uh, and we realize there... We get there and we realize that this guy is AJ. Like this alumni is this drug dealer. Yes, this yeah. alumni who's having an interview with, who's going to help him get into Harvard, is the guy AJ that he was supposed to give the drugs to. And then basically he 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 tells and he him, immediately like, I, tells he's him. like I he's like I I. I'm supposed to give drugs to you, you know D. He's like, I don't know what you're talking because he, like, yeah, I mean, he sees the photos. Because he sees the photos of Dom, but Dom. like to, the kids. Yeah. in that moment though, like the the balls that that must take. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, no, well, they they have, have, he had no choice though. He had, so, like, just, I mean, but exactly, yeah, like, no like I I don't even know if I would have been able to. Totally. Muster it. I mean, he has balls in the film. What thing but is that this, dude? Ro- okay, but this film shows him. Google this film shows him have Smith. fear though. Yeah. So like it was cursed that he that had to have man. though. Like, yeah, Shameek, exactly. Yeah, Shameek yeah. Had, like you saw him nervous all the way through this movie. But what the thing is that we haven't touched on. This movie almost was like it was a caper almost. I mean, you think about it. At the end, like the whole time he's talking to this dude, the whole time he's dealing with this dude, we come to find out. Only reason I'm trying to rush this because we're going really long and we're uh, only halfway through it. Um, it's like. He so he's just cutting right to the end. No, yeah, but I'm saying like we from, this no, no, is the no, moment that changes no, the whole no, no, movie. No, no, but no, we no, can we at least no, talk saying. about this moment? Real no, 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 I'm saying this moment in particular when he's talking to the drug dealer. I mean, to, we had the drug dealer. Yeah, it's like he realizes like this dude is putting him in a predicament where he has to figure this out. He has to sell drugs. Basically, he's like he's like he talks he talks this whole thing about Amazon, which is such a funny scene yeah. too. Where he's just like Amazon, he's and you like, know, but he's like Amazon still orders out. I don't I don't order. I would never order that album. I wouldn't order an album off of Amazon. He's like, oh my god. But you do understand that Amazon still sells records. Like he, like you do you understand they so, can deliver records. He's so, the he's concept. so creepy. <laughs> yeah. He's so creepy because he's very matter of fact. Because he's very like, because what he says is he's like, no one forced you to do this. Yes, this is the part I did want to talk about. He's like, no he's one. Like, forced he said, no, you. you had a choice. But the because thing is, he's like, he's like, no, 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 you did have. But a it's choice. like, bro, you acting like you haven't been doing this. To people for but years. Isn't it but crazy though. You that, know what I mean? Isn't like, but even that idea, I was like, because that's what people say all the time. They're like, they're like, they're like, yeah, but you know what? They still had a choice. Like, you can tell me the sob stories and this and that, but like, you had a choice. And he's saying that to him. And there's a part of you that's like, he did, but like, no, what kind of a choice? Yeah, did he but Shamik looks at him because he's like, this choice was, and what Dom says to him on the phone is like, they're gonna take those drugs and they're gonna kill you. Yeah, and you're like, so what you tell him is like, he either has to run or die. Like yeah, no, those he are the had, choices he people had no, have. He had, he had no That's cho- what I'm saying. It's like, the only choice he had was to like, get rid of that. You had a, he had a choice, but the choice was like, do you stand up for what's right and then literally die and, and die. throw away your life for it? Like, 
or do you try to like get you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, exactly. What choice are we giving people? Yeah, and he weighs really? the options because he's like because uh, was it? Uh, Jib says, "Oh, just go to the cops." And he's like, "Are you nigga? Are you crazy?" He's like, "If I go to the cops, Dom is already in jail. They're gonna know I sold him out, and they're gonna come after me." Like he he weighs every option. Go to the cops. Do you give the drugs to the Bloods or do you run? And the safest was to run. And the thing is, I feel like what this movie does so well is that it shows situations that people in the hood have to go through. These choices that. People shouldn't have to make, but they have to. Like, this is a good kid who probably yeah. has never been in trouble, and now all of a sudden he has a bunch of Molly on him yeah. in the rare form. Like, this ain't even, he doesn't even have bottled Molly right now. He doesn't even have pills. Oh, powder. He has the power. So basically they have this whole scheme where they, where they, where they sell the Molly online through Bitcoin, you know, blah, blah. This, to me, this was like the, probably the, it was like cool, but it was like the s- slowest part of the film for me. It was like, this is the part where they dragged yeah. just the tad for me. But it was still like, the idea was like very cool. And, um, and so they sell all the drugs. And basically they come, they have that moment where we're talking about where the, the Bloods like get them and they're going to steal the you know, money, but he has the gun. And so he gets it back. And it's over. And he goes back to AJ. And like basically we find out that he's like set it up in a way that AJ can't do if he does anything to him then uh the money's gonna be traced back the money's gonna be traced back to aj so he like gets himself out of this whole predicament uh but this movie does touch on on one thing is like is there anything else it's funny because i usually hate uh, you know i usually go on rants about movies about rappers when black people have to play drug dealers or rappers and technically in this movie shamik plays a drug dealer which is very interesting because he may not have wanted to but he does and then he continues to do it yeah, that's like, the last thing afterwards. that I want to talk about is, do you guys feel like this is a black movie? I do in the best way possible, right? Yeah, right? I, I, mean, I, I like, take, like, for instance, like, I know sometimes we always say, like, black films we don't want to review, like, but, like, I take, I take, for some reason, I took pride in this movie. It's like, this kid was smart, he made a decision on his own, and the thing is, when he did it, he kind of brought up a good point. What's the difference between this kid doing this and the white kids in the suburbs selling coke, the ones who are like, you know, I mean, what's the difference between this and like have those Wall Street dudes who steal from like poor people? It's like, this is a cool movie, so we see another totally. type of person. Okay, okay, let me rephrase it. Do you guys think that this movie was targeted towards like a black audience? And if so, or if not, even if it's not, do you think black audiences appreciated this film? As much as like the stereotypical black, mm. I don't know. I mean, um, uh, I think I could sit down and watch this movie with my. I, I always just talk about my family because mm-hmm. that's the yeah, you that's know, your like black. that's my black. Your black uh, family, that's your black. It's my your black, black family. family. Um, I feel like I could sit down and watch this movie with my family. I think that that they would love it. Um, I also think that like a lot of my cousins would like this movie and think that this movie was dope. Um, I mean, like, as far as like, this, this is not is this is not that typical. It's you know, it's not the typical like we're trying to reach a mass audience kind of movie when we think about black movie in that sense, right? Like, it's not that kind of a movie. Um, it's a little more offbeat than that, but like, but yeah, I think I think this is a movie for us by us, See, but also for everybody. I I think it's for everybody. Like, I I, I don't think like for instance, I don't think this is. I think what he did was he made they made an indie coming of story like that always happens at Sundance and it just happens to star black people. And I think that's really cool because I mean how like again, how often do we get to see 
the inner workings of a drug dealer that's not Superhood, the, the gangster that you feel bad for. Right. But to that effect, I do know some of my friends from back home who don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Because they for talk what about, reason? Um, I know some of my friends don't like the ending. They feel like mostly everyone complains about the ending that I know because of his monologue about you know the two students and some feel like it's forced. And then there's almost, which I didn't know until someone brought it up to me, the imagery of him with the hoodie on, which kind of touches back to like Trayvon Martin and Why things like that. Like people that. don't like that? Well, because it's kind of that thing of this movie... Some I, I, mean, I only can speak. I'm, I'm trying to play devil's Some people feel like this movie didn't earn that monologue. Sure, uh, if that, I if agree. That, no, it, I I agree because it, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the movie is about that until that moment, yes, and then yes. you watch it, and then you go, oh, I guess the whole movie's been about this. Well, I guess, well, right? I mean, right? Not, yes, yes, and no. Like the whole movie, the movie is mainly a comedy, is what I'm saying, and then it doesn't. It's not really preaching at you. It's in, in fact, it's doing things in a very smart way, but. And and it, and it makes and it thinks that and it and it tells its audience, hey, we believe you're smart enough, except for the end and actually the beginning. The beginning of the movie starts out with dope and it explains the definitions of what the word dope oh. means in a way that I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, that's a little corny. I was like, just I just my initial thought was like, you don't need to explain. You don't need to explain the title, the title of your movie dope. to me. Like, I understand that dope means cool and dope also means drugs. Yeah. Like, you don't need to set that up. Yeah. But but I think the reason it has those bookends and then the super smart, like, super uh, uh, aware, relevant film in the, in, you know, all between those little tiny bookends, it's like, they, I feel like this movie was marketed towards a wider audience than just black people. Like, I feel like the the film was made by by black people. It wanted black people to see it, but then it also was like, we are expecting white people to see this too. And when they do see it, we need them to understand, like, uh, what we were talking about in case they missed it. Yeah, like in case and you it's miss hard, it, and it's hard too. There because, is a meaning to this film, yeah, more so than just you la- making laugh em ups at like white. Uh, Tony getting shot. Right. No, yeah. but exactly. And like, and it's, it's a shame or it's, a, it's, um, it's unfortunate, not a shame. It's unfortunate that like some people then see that ending and then go, Oh, I can't, I can't even deal with this movie. But like, but I do yeah, think, I that, think that's super unfair, you know, but, but I do think that like, but I do think that that is, it's, it's definitely part of it in a way. And then, but then at the end, that is what the movie is about, which is like different, you know, like, like I I then sort of, I don't know, you then sort of start to feel like, oh, I guess all the fun that I was having isn't really fun. You know, you you know what I mean? I don't don't know if that's... The movie doesn't end on that note, though. It like, there's a good eight minutes after that whole yeah. thing after his yeah. essay because oh, then yeah. you see him at the you know the, the but dance. like the 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 thing with the the thing with the the hoodie that i did want to say though is like you do sort of feel i was just thinking about that do you remember that um that hashtag that was going around uh, if they gunned me down oh. do you remember that yeah man um uh the like which picture would they use yeah. and that's and i i had just seen one re- like uh, like going through i had just seen one right before watching the movie again. So then at the end, like there's the, there's the scene where like he pulls the gun and then you're like, Oh man, shoes on the other foot. And that, in that moment it becomes very clear. And then not too long after that is this, is him doing this new essay. And then like, you know, it just, it, it becomes more, 
poignant in that way. And so I do think that like, I don't think that it's like forced necessarily to do it, but it does sort of feel those ending parts do feel somewhat different than what we had been watching. Which, which I'm fine with because the thing is, I feel like when this movie came out, it not when it came out, but probably when they were making it, the Trayvon Martin, Trayvon Martin verdict had come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at that point, I mean, it was Trayvon Martin. Oh my God. There's like, I'm trying to think there was Woo! so many deaths yeah. after Trayvon Martin. I mean, if they got me down was inspired by Michael Brown though, right? Yeah, because Specifically Mike, because, because Michael Brown, the photo they chose of him. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, everyone has that. Like everyone has a thing. You try to like be playful. Like how many of your white friends always have like, I'm going to look hard and gangster in the photo. I'm pretty sure if they got shot, it's always going to be the photo of them reading the book. Whereas the black person, the moment you don't smile in the photo, that's the oh, photo that's the CNN. One. CNN because, putting that could, photo in. Yeah, that's the one. But with this, All right. But that's the thing, though. But the thing about this movie, though, is even with that ending, I think it works because I, yeah. I felt like it still I, referenced I this it. kid. I think I it works. No, it's it not. It is nice. Who, to me, I know... <laughs> who they were trying to reach with that ending. Like, I agree. And I think, and I'm like, and those people need to hear it. And they need to hear it. And they're not going to, they're not going to unless you're like, hey, 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 listen you, to this. You really enjoy this film, right? Like, you need to listen to this for yeah, a second. I love yeah. it. All right, great. Let's go back to the movie and let's end it. Um, uh, that being said, this movie didn't have a swirl. No. no it didn't. didn't have a swirl. But, can, well, but, but you know what? Well. But you know what? What? You know what I think this movie should have had? This movie should have had a scene with me and Zoe Kravitz. Oh, please don't do this. You know, I feel oh, like this no, scene, please, I, I thought you were going to do... This segment shows you know up every now and again. Scene? No, this, you should have done that with Diggy. This, but no, you're going to do no, Gerard no, no, and Zoe. No, listen, wow. Let me tell okay. you why. This segment shows because, up every now and again. I think I like it. Because I... The thing is, if I could if I could pick, like in real life, the type of woman I love, it is the... Like, Zoe Kravitz is the embodiment of that. Well, what Body happened man. to Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson's beautiful. I mean, just, she's great. But, but I just love that edge of Zoe. type of woman. Like Zoe, so this is my thing. So I think, I think there should have been a scene, right? I think there should have been a scene. So at the end of the movie... Women, you can turn off. Like, <laughs> no, no, listen uh, to this. It's going to be wonderful. So at, the, so at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, right? Like, uh, well, Malcolm is now in his drug dealer persona. He comes back and knocks on uh, Nakia's door. And if she doesn't answer, she uh, he like puts a letter under the door mm-hmm. like the ticket to his prom yeah like I'm there though you know what I'm saying <laughs> I'm there <laughs> my character's there pans out and suddenly like, wait, suddenly a oh, wait, new wait, character wait, wait, is here wait wait, wait. <laughs> she doesn't come to the door because you're there no 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 wait, wait wait she there but then like she's sad and then like all of a sudden you see DeAndre that's my name DeAndre why DeAndre yeah, no. DeAndre, DeAndre, comes, DeAndre comes to the door why DeAndre I don't comes like in, this oh hit me up DeAndre comes to the door opens the door picks up the letter Nah, bro, she good. I respect her already. Closes the door again. Hold on. What? Hold on. Closes the door again. Closes the Why door again. Why did you have such a deep voice? Because <laughs> I'm trying to let him, I try to let him know. I'm trying to let him know what's happening oh right God. now. Because this is the thing about Zoe's character. Like, she said she ain't like them type of niggas. You know what I'm saying? She wanted somebody that was, you know, different. So, DeAndre, oh what DeAndre does, DeAndre goes to USC. Okay, DeAndre studies film at USC. Um, so, the whole okay. time they go back, go back into the apartment, he realize they got books and they got films. So, she's doing her work and he's doing his work side by side. Then, all of a sudden, she's like, Man, I thought he had hope. Talking about talking about Malcolm, he's like, "Yeah, you can't save them all." And then we had that moment. You we can't <laughs> save them all. Then we had that moment. We had that moment. We turn, we look at each other's eyes, and like, 
you ain't gotta save me. That's my line. That's my line to Zoe. Then she's like, uh. then she's like, then she's like, I know. And then she presses the remote control, and then Siri plays some rock music because you know Zoe like that rock music. You know what I'm saying? It plays like it plays like some uh, what's it called? Uh, it plays Method Man and um, Limp Bizkit because <laughs> you get rap and rock. And then Ew. we passionately Ew, make love right there on the floor. Wait, why is it limp biscuit? Because I wanted to, I wanted, to, I wanted to combine her her real life persona with the rap in the movies. Right. So I feel like that's a good blend too. Enough yeah. of that. Why you gonna say enough of that, man? Come I mean, on, honestly, she made out to to Lenny. <laughs> oh, that'd be so weird. Honestly, no, enough of that. No, that's weird. Bro, like, what's happening to you, man? I'm just I feel gonna, like you, enough of that. I feel like I'm slowly throughout this podcast. I don't know what's happening. The I'm series sorry. it is Ray Lock is slowly returning to the dark side this whole time. Um, oh shit! All right, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we should wrap this up. You Why nothing. did you say that? Like, you got nothing. Dude. You ain't got nothing. You have no movie to say right now. Yeah, <laughs> the movie bait though. The movie no, bait. Jamie Fox. No, just like real quick. It's a, it's a movie that like about someone who like doesn't realize uh, that the he's movie bait. Well, he was a robber and he was trying to get the prongs. Yeah, the movie. Got, like, the movie bait. What? It's a what movie about, about someone who, like, you know, like, he's a criminal, like, if he is a criminal, but then later in the movie, he has a change, he becomes, he is released, and he doesn't, stop? he doesn't think that he's a criminal anymore. We, so I we, like Jamie so Foxx's fro So he thinks he's doing something else. Remember his fro? His, <laughs> his fro was so bad in that movie. Oh, goodness. That was such Great, a bad movie. That. But it, <laughs> let's get You've to, let's get to, way too much time on this, yeah, so, let's, this segment. <laughs> let's get to the cause. No, but be bait, though. Ray Locks, set up the cause, man. No bait. No the bait. movie bait though. Okay, um, it's time for the cause. We review films uh, not based on how well uh, we think they did critically or how much we like them personally, but how much they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. We give it either a black fist, meaning it fully helped the cause, a white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing. Ready? Oh, also, can I just say one thing? For the last couple of movies, James has not picked the right thing. Yeah. How about you get your life together, James? Also, what if we threw him off? Oh, I don't give up. That. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Right, I don't three. give up. All right, count to three. You're going to start at three, two, one, or one, two, three? I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Are you going to start at uh, one? Shoot, he's starting. Two. All right. Three. There we go. I knew I that was coming. Let's not even pretend. Three, I three black fists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Usually, I'll start. Yeah. Usually, I don't give films, you know, FUBU films, black fists. One, I don't actually think this was a FUBU. It's film. not, though, right? I don't think literally, any... there's a message at the end that's like, yeah. if I was white, yeah. would you it's talk like to me? It's like clearly talking to white people. <laughs> but also, it's, but like, also... Oh, it's like so obviously like, hey, hey, yo, white people in the theater, listen up. Yeah, but also it's yeah, okay. Black people keep chilling for a second. Boo boo films that we we're not crap like Yeah, no, I mean not. I think like, we've we've made it clear that no, we actually true. just we love movies. We love movies. So long yeah. as we so, are, and think also good. even though that even though this film uh you know it has, you know, what quote unquote the stereo stereotype role, it portrays those roles in such a nuanced way that it actually isn't a stereotype. Because it's showing people that first of all, even gangbangers aren't a monolith. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know why people get into the drug ring. You know, it's not it's not excusing it. It's not saying that it's right, 
But, you know, the film clearly shows, like, gang violence is horrible. It shows a person die from it. You know what I mean? It, it shows many people die from it, actually. It shows the, the harm that comes from it. But it also is, like, it's more complicated than you think. And to just write off a whole section of society and act like they have as much choice as you do to not enter a life of crime is wrong. And then the movie does all that by being literally one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Like there are so many funny moments in this movie. And the real reason that I'm giving it a fist is because so many actors shine because the script is so freaking good. I cannot believe it didn't get it nominated for an Academy Award. It should have won. Anyway, it's so good that it makes so many actors shine. Literally, I was like, oh, we have to look up these people's names. You know what I mean? Um, all of them. Shamik Moore, Tony, uh, you know, Kiersey, you know, freaking ASAP Rocky, even Blake Anderson, Quincy Brown, all those. Dudes. Oh, Rick Fox. We got to give a shout out to Rick Fox. Oh, yeah. He was hey, in Rick, What's Rick? up, Rick? Yo, Rick got, Fox? We just going to do our podcast, man. Yeah, Rick. Where you at, Rick? Yo, yeah, Rick. He, he told us on multiple occasions that he would do our Has podcast. Has he been in Yo, New York? Rick. I don't think he's been no, in New he York No, he hasn't. He hasn't. But anyway, Rick Fox was in it for like one moment. But even his line where he was like, see? Where they're literally doing drugs in the corner. Yeah. They're like, see? This shows that the school. <laughs> the system is working. The system is working. There's still a ladder to success. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this movie's dope. Uh, pun intended. And uh, Blackfist. You want to go next or we go next? I'll go next. Okay. I mean, I agree with everything uh, Braylock just said. Of course you do. It's just, to me, the... And I and guys, literally, I usually hate when models, rappers in movies, I usually hate when black there's people two, are playing drug dealers. And yeah, and I hate when people are playing drug dealers. But it's not um, just that. It's not. And the thing about this movie is that's so touching to me is that it shows a black geek from the projects. Uh-oh. And that's so cool because it's like Uh-oh. when you see, I mean, like I grew up right, seeing himself in the movie. Yeah, like like I grew up, I read comics on Uh-oh. a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? And people like people do make fun of you. And if you're that black geeky, like if you're like that black geeky kid, you gotta do something else. You either better be funny because if you ain't funny, you can get your ass whooped. You better be super smart because if you're super smart, you're always in uh, after school activities, so you don't have to go home or don't have to get out of there. And it's like to see this movie touch on that kid and the fact of. Some of the things that they said, like white kids liked that they did, was like get good grades, like Donald Glover, you know, like ah! for doing white shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like that's and for the, liking white shit, which is so <laughs> cool Donald to Glover. see, though. Which is so cool to see because at the end of the day, this kid still loved his mom. You know, you saw the scene. It was a brief. Oh, scene, you saw Kimberly the scene Elise, real quick. Shout out to Kimberly Elise. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't say anything about you this whole she's movie. A bus driver. She had a she great like scene seven lines. She's where amazing. She's like, I just see the road. Yeah, and she wasn't fearful when the when the the the. The gangsters came in, and I feel like this movie did a good job portraying his female characters. Like even Lily, Lily served a purpose in this movie. Like I know, you know, she was half naked, she was like on drugs, but she served a purpose. You know, Diggy showed you like one of the first times I've seen uh, a black lesbian in a movie in a big movie since Queen Latifah and set it off. Yeah, should have had a should have did a swirl scene with her, but yeah. I mean, the thing is, I, it's so funny is that this is one of the first movies that I didn't want to really change anything. Like, I was just so satisfied. Like, to add a swirl, I felt like would be forcing a movie that I just thought was so great. And the mere fact that the drug dealer, Bug, right, 
the fact that the drug dealer who picks on, I mean, sorry, the, the bang who picks on the whole time, taking his shoes, you know what I'm saying? You know how many times I had my shoes threatened to be taken from me, man? I had yeah. one pair of Jordans, bro. <laughs> like one pair to my yeah, mom a long time to get. And me and my boy got in a fight at a corner store because we had on uniforms over like our shoes and like the fact that we had on uniforms. And there's like this dude, I felt bad for the dude trying to take his shoes. You remember that episode of Family Matters where what's her name gets shot? You know we remember that episode yeah, of bro. Family Matters. What's like, I think about that all day, all son. The time. Like, that, that comes back to me all the time. Man, I'm, I, I wish everybody in this movie the best of luck, man. Go see Neighbors. Watch The Get Down. Go see Spider-Man. Support these people, man. ASAP had an album that came out two months ago. Go get that jump. Go ahead, James. Yeah, Go ahead. I mean, I, I agree with what everybody said. But I think that like what Gerard was just talking about, about growing up as like being a black nerd, right? And uh, and seeing that specifically represented in the movie, I think I think I definitely identified with that a lot. Um, the dinosaur I, movies you watch? Oh, man, bruh. They used to call me... They used to call me... Earth Boy, <laughs> dinosaur movies. Like, sorry, not dinosaur movie. Dinosaur TV I shows. I used to be called. I used to be called Wait, Earth Boy when show, I was a kid. Are you talking about? Guys, that? we don't have to. Talk, I'm talking about dope right was now. What's it called? That's the Sick Lost. Them? It's like some. What's okay, it called? The Lost I used World? to watch. All right, no, fine, fine. The dinosaur. Fine, sitcom? fuck the cause. Uh, no, uh, Primeval. Okay, is a show I used to lo- love. The Lost World. That TV show. I used to really like that show. Very like when I Land say this of is the a Lost. Show, Land of the Lost. The, the Nickelodeon. So sorry version. that we. Did this to you. Hey, y'all did it. I was talking right. about dope. You're right. Y'all did right. That's my fault. I was That's talking about dope. Go back to dope. That's my fault. Uh, but but the thing the thing that I really want to say um, about this is it's a very well made movie about about black culture mm. and it, and it 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 does not feel mm. preachy until it is until the until they mm-hmm. until until that one moment but it's a, but it's directly a, at you. <laughs> but but the thing about it also though is you know it's not like you're like where does this come from right <laughs> because the movie opens with this idea of like you need to change your college essay so like e- even even that feeling like oh man now I'm being preached to it's yeah, like it's yeah like, you're kind of supposed to feel that I think you're kind of supposed to be like oh god ugh, because it is uncomfortable and because it is but this is real shit and it talks about real shit and I think it's great um uh, I just want to talk about my favorite scene real quick. This is another reason I gave it a, a, a fist. I know we're done, but the, <laughs> but when he's talk? on the when he's on the bus and and the the song scene. is playing and and he sees everyone from his journey get everyone. on the bus director and great. it's just like it's it's like a beautiful and they're all, and they're all looking at him. and they all look it's it's great and even even uh, white Tony is in yeah <laughs> white Tony's close, on the bus if you look white close Tony. white Tony's on the bus and and the, and everyone's all connected and there's a reason that they're all connected and it's like this beautiful fucking thing anyway uh, um, I usually don't so different yeah they're uh, they're, uh, this, every, they're all uh, so different but they all but they all belong there it's not like it's yeah. not hitting you over the head at all it's, it's it's just a very well-made film so that's why i gave it a fist this movie showed uh, black people with layers and different varieties so and it didn't pass well. judgment they didn't make people look like saints they didn't make them look like sinners they just showed people dealing with everyday life and my god how rare is it that we see this it's man dope. it's so rare i mean it's so rare that a movie is this good first of all <sighs> and it's so rare that this movie is this good with a, with uh an all black cast that doesn't that isn't just like this hard home like thing about slavery or dude man it, this movie isn't even really about gangs you know what i mean it's, it's not, not it's not like um what's that movie oh god boys in the hood it, it, it's it, i mean it is and it, it, it it's about it the you know why cuz like cuz cuz even the scene where he says like you know you had a choice no one ever says like 
you don't walk a certain path. Like no one says any lines like that. Right. You know what I mean? There's no like, there's no like, this is bad. This is good. It's yeah. all there's. It's gray area the whole time. So much gray. <laughs> you know? All right. Uh, sorry for the long episode, but this movie is great. I'm not sorry. I'm not I'm even not sorry. Please, sorry. We ain't sorry about it. Please go watch Get this back movie. In my black man. voice. Code switch that joint up. Please watch this movie. If y'all if y'all don't think it's good. Tweet at us, go on Facebook, let us know. Yeah, no, cool. No, cool. I le- no I'm no, saying no, but right, let's, right, right. let us know how you feel about it. Let us know how you I, feel about this it. We'll argue back at you. Yeah, we'll tell you that you're wrong and that you need to go watch it again. All right. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Time for some plugs. Please. All right. It's time for some plugs. This is Jonathan Braylock in the studio by himself like it's meant to be just kidding uh uh, so here we go first of all you can follow us at black men podcast on twitter and instagram also black men uh can't jump podcast on facebook uh hit us up tweet at us let us know where you're from anything you feel about the movies uh movies that you want us to do just you know we we pretty much get back to most people so yeah just let us know uh, we love hearing from you. Rate and review us on iTunes. Give us that five stars. Leave a review. Help spread the word. Or like whatever podcast device that you listen to. Android people. All right. Uh, you can go to blackmanpodcast.com uh, to check out our show dates. For instance, May 22nd, we are a part of New York City Podfest. Uh, that's a Sunday, May 22nd, 3 p.m., where we will be reviewing the film Kazam, starring Shaquille O'Neal. That's right. It's going to be awesome. So please come out to that. Uh, tickets are only $5, so you really have no excuse if you live in the New York City area. Um, speaking of shows, I'm going to plug a personal show. Uh, I got a, a showcase coming up uh, May 18th. That is a Wednesday at 5 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. It's actually free. If you are available, come on out. Uh, it's a showcase, a character showcase. So just come on out to that. Uh, you can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. That's right. I changed, my, I changed it. I changed my Snapchat handle. It's at John Braylock now. John Braylock. John Braylock. All right. J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K. JohnBraylock.com for shows and videos and all that good stuff. James Third Comedy. You can follow him. James 3RD Comedy. That's right. I remember how to spell it now, even though it's a dumb spelling. James 3RD Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, all his on his website. I think he's got a show coming up in June. I'm not plugging the exact date because that's ridiculous. Um, Jara, he's on Twitter now, like Jarrah, at Jara Milligan or something, and Jara M on Snapchat. And I don't know if he has Instagram. He doesn't know what he's doing sometimes, but, you know, follow him. And uh, I think that's it for the plugs. Next week, we will be reviewing the film Traitor. Starring Don Cheadle, Traitor, came out in 2008. If you haven't seen it, go check it out and come back and listen to us next week. Uh, We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.